What's up, everybody? Welcome to the 1796 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Normal Valfan. I'm alongside my big buddy, Ryan, and we're going to be here recapping the game from the Tennessee Tech Tennessee Volunteers game from uh, Monday night. Um, big win. Uh, was really impressed. Uh, we won 80 to 42. Kind of disappointed in the outcome from the crowd, but we're going to get into that. Um, Ryan, what were your thoughts, uh, your initial thoughts on the game? Yeah, I mean, it's hard to really be upset about a 38-point win. Um, but, yeah, the crowd was certainly lacking. I expected us to show up for the home opener, but it's always nice to see the future of the team get some run, which will have a, a lot of opportunities to do that early in the season. And it's also really fun to see all the starters hoping that a walk-on takes a shot and hits it. So it's always a fun time in these types of games. Yeah, this team really looks like they're a family and they really enjoy being around each other, which is really awesome to see. Um, now, go. we'll start with the crowd. I'm, I'm honestly really disappointed in the crowd because I understand that we're playing Tennessee Tech, but it's the home opener. Uh, you got Ziegler coming back for the first time. You have Santi, you know, coming back from whatever his family issues were. I really expected a huge crowd for, you know, that night. But, I mean, it is what it is. Obviously, we were playing someone small. We knew we were going to win. Um, I mean, it's yeah. a reason I didn't go to the game. I mean, living four hours away, I'm not going to drive to Knoxville <laughs> to watch them play Tennessee Tech. So, yeah, it's just the it's hard to get people to come out. 6.30 start on a Monday night. So, but, you know, I I don't expect the crowd to be a problem when the bigger teams come to town. Um, so we, we still saw, talking about the game, we, we still saw a few of the patented Rick Barnes team scoring droughts. But luckily we were able to end them quickly. And I, the, the one at the start of the game was really pissing me off. Like, Oh, yeah, me too. You're not we, the only we, one. We took a while to get going. We were turning the ball over a little bit, but we finally stepped out of it. Yeah, and that can't happen against good teams. Um, no. I mean, look at the Michigan State game. I know they lost to JMU, but um, we came out all cylinders firing up 15-1. I mean, that's what you need to do against good teams and even against the bad teams. I expected Tennessee to get close to 100 points this game, and yeah. it could have happened if we didn't have that scoring drought. And you got to realize, I mean, Vescovy had was in foul trouble. He only had two points. So, and Ziegler obviously isn't a hundred percent. I think he's at like an eighty to eighty-five percent right now. And you know, those two things. I mean, uh, Triple J played really well. Dalton Connect obviously was and is a magician. Um, really impressive. Uh, even though, like I said, it's a smaller school that we're facing, but I think this team's really going to be uh, good this year. As long as we don't get into that habit of getting in that scoring drought right at the beginning of the game. Yeah. Uh, normally whenever we go through those scoring droughts is when we slip up on the road and you just can't snap out of it. I mean, for as good as the defense is, the object of the game is putting the ball in the basket. So, you know, you, you can't have that. And, and finally, at the start of the game, Jordan Ganey got a few nice buckets and ended that drought, and then the offense rolled from there. They scored over 30 points in the last 10 minutes. So if our offense was good through the whole first half, you know, 
you're looking at 50-60 in the first half instead of just 41 like we got. But, yeah, G- Ganey and Connect, with, with them on the team, at least one of them on the floor, you know, at a time, I really don't see us being in those scoring drafts because they're so skilled and at creating their own shot when everybody else is struggling. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I think, obviously, everyone knows Connect's going to be something. But Jordan Ganey, man, that boy could shoot. He could drive to the basket. He could hit at all three levels of, of the court. I mean, he could hit mid-range shots. He could hit long shots. He could drive to the basket. And that's what we were missing last year. Like, Zakai is amazing at getting to the, you know, getting to the rim. But the thing is, he's so small to where any – Big time school is going to have a guy down there that's going to swat everything away. Yeah. Um, but I really do think that Jordan Ganey is going to get a lot of playing time this year um, alongside Dalton Connect. Obviously, like with this game being a blowout, they weren't playing a lot of minutes. I mean, 25 minutes for Connect, I mean, 22 minutes for Ganey. Those were the two highest minutes played by anyone on the team. So they're obviously saying something there. Yeah, I I think they could be saying something, but I think that's really what you want to see in these early season games like this against an overmatched opponent. You know, get out and get get the lead up, and then let's let's see what the freshmen and everybody else can do. But I want to talk a little bit about Josiah Jordan game. Josiah Jordan James, he was four or five from three point line. If, If he can be doing that throughout the season. That's just another guy who can that you can rely on for beyond the arc. Like he, the only one he missed was was a heat check in transition. Like, like if if he wasn't feeling it, he's probably perfect from the three point line. Oh yeah, and the thing is about him is you could tell when he's on the court, he's a leader on the court. He he brings that veteran style play along with Vescovy too. I mean Vescovy on the defense. Yeah, he had a terrible you know, outcome just because of the fouls. I mean, he got into foul trouble. He couldn't really stay on the court. But, I mean, dude, let's just – I mean, we can go down the list, but I could probably name eight to nine guys that could – that I would not care to shoot three at any point in the game. No, and it's just – I mean, the the team was 40% from the three-point line, and you had two of those scoring droughts. I mean, 12 of 30, and – you know, a lot of those misses were coming from the the, the backup players. Like, and, and like you just alluded to, Muscovy didn't have his best night shooting. So this team can, like, as long as they're making the threes, which you're not going to every night, I understand that. But as long as they're consistent from the three-point line, they can go as far as they want to. Oh, yeah, I completely agree. I mean, the defense is solid. I mean, we all expect that. But – um the defense is really solid. I think it's going to be a tough time for a team to come in, especially coming to Knoxville. I mean, you have a big team coming to Knoxville. You know the crowd's going to be rowdy. It's going to be absolutely bonkers there. And playing a defense like that, that could score like that, it's going to be hard to beat. And as long as, you, like you said, as long as we could stay out of those droughts. I mean, even if you get into a drought, don't don't let it just keep going. You got You got to get out of it quick. Yeah. And I, I think this team has very, very good potential, especially for our first game of the year. I mean, look at Michigan State. You look at all these teams that have been having trouble, 
in their first games because of the jitters, whatever you want to call it. But um, Tennessee really showed out, and I think we'll probably move up in the rankings with Michigan State losing. So, Yeah, I, I think so too. And Tennessee Tech is no slouch. I mean, they were on the verge of punching the ticket to March Madness last year in the OBC tournament. So they're, they're a team we, we, we play pretty frequently, and they, they know what we do, and we still took it to them pretty good. So, And you're talking about the crowd for big games. I think the team will be ready when those big teams come to town. You probably won't see the turnovers and scoring drought in the first 10 minutes like we saw last night. I mean, it's as, as much as you cherish every game as a D1 athlete, you know, it's hard to get up for games like that, but they were able to overcome their struggles early. Yeah, absolutely. I think, you know, ah, man, I'm so confident in this team. It's like scary. Like I don't want it to be another disappointing season, but I just don't see it with this team. Like I said, the leadership, the, the family aspect that it seems to be around these guys really points to high hopes. And again, with a game coming going to Wisconsin this weekend, I think you come out of a road game like that and win that, it's going to start a whole lot of momentum. Yeah, and I think we'll learn a lot more about this team after Friday night. I mean, you're your first, you know, solid Power 5 opponent on the road. We'll see a piece of what this team has. And by no means is it the end-all be-all of the season, but we're going to find out a lot more come Friday night. Yeah, but uh, other than, you know, the couple guys that didn't really play well, you know, uh, Mayshack played pretty well. Um, I, I'm going to tell you, I'm really wor- – like, I'm not worried. I won't say worried, but uh, Freddie. Freddie didn't look too hot. A um, couple turnovers in the game, kind of looked a little sloppy. Um, he didn't look like that during the Michigan State game. And – Maybe it was just nerves coming into, you know, first game of the season, but I don't know what you thought about it. Yeah, I wasn't too disappointed. I mean, it's a freshman playing his first collegiate game that counts, and he was able to get seven points, three boards, three assists, and the two turnovers probably go back to the jitters. So I wasn't too disappointed. Um, I, I loved what I saw from the the young post players behind Adu and Awaka. Uh, J.P. Estrella and – Cade Phillips, both got in there, ran around, both got a bucket. Both of them got a block. So I'm I'm thinking our post depth is going to be as good as it's been in a while. Yeah, it's definitely good to hear. Um, Adu, I think Adu's such a solid defender. Uh, the fact that he could go beyond the arc sometimes and hit a three is great. He, he had a slow start, but uh, yeah. definitely picked it up towards the end. Um, again, a lot of the starters, I mean – we didn't get to see a lot of. So um, expect to see a lot of them Friday because Wisconsin is no slouch, especially at home. So, you know, we look forward to that. And other than that, I think uh, who's, who's your like freshman standout of the game? Yeah. Honestly, (laughs) it's kind of, contradictory to what you said, but I, I really liked what I saw from Freddie in his first game. I mean, I think as we go throughout the season, he's going to be a good person to have if, you know, Viscovia or Ziegler get in foul trouble. 
because you got to have one other guard behind Ganey and, and Meshack. So I think that he's just going to get better and better. Yeah. I, honestly, my, like, I wouldn't say, like, standout performance of the game from, you know, uh, a freshman, but I really liked how um, Cameron Carr looked. I yeah. think I think he has a lot of potential. Um, you know, being 6'5 and being able – he could shoot a 3-2. I mean, mm-hmm. he, he hit that bank three, at, you know, towards the end of the game. Obviously, I don't know if he called it or not, but – Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, other than that, I think I think you're right about Freddie. I think he's such he's gonna be good. I just think he had a rough game, um, and which is if you're saying he had a good performance. I mean, if I think he has a, had a bad game, then what do we expect when he has that great game? You know, um, that's yet to be determined. But I think he's gonna play a lot. I think we'll end up seeing Cameron Carr a little bit this year. Um, Toby Awaka didn't seem very active yesterday yeah uh according to fox sports knoxville i was listening to the drive this afternoon um he had been pretty sick the week before he only got in the game for nine minutes it didn't look too hot he had three turnovers didn't get a bucket but i expect him and viscovi after him being away from the team for a little bit to have a nice bounce back performance come friday night Oh yeah, for sure. That's I. I kind of figured that's why Viscovi was having kind of a rough game. No one blames him for that. Uh, but again, that's what's great about having a deep team like we do. That mm-hmm. you know, Viscovi didn't have a great game, and we still won by thirty-eight points. So, I don't think I, scoring is going to be uh, an issue for this team. Yeah, the Viscovi. The he's he's not a player to stay in a slump for too long. Because when he's hot, he is hot. And as soon as he sees one go in, I think it's going to be done from there. So I'm not worried about Viscovi. He just got to get back in the in the flow of things. Um, we talked about Adu a little bit earlier. I thought he was being a little bit too aggressive on the jump shots. I'd rather him channel that aggressiveness in the back and someone down in the post, considering he's seven feet tall. I mean, I, I understand that he can hit the jump shots and – stretch the floor shooting from the three, but you know, I would rather him save those for when you're wide open rather than just forcing it. I'd rather him be aggressive near the basket. No, I completely agree. Obviously we know he could shoot pretty well. Um, I mean, if they leave you wide open, yeah, shoot the ball. But I mean, I understand what you're saying. Cause I agree. I mean, you should be down in the post, you know, creating separation for guys that can shoot the three. Let, you know, you start making those little, you know, sky hooks, whatever you want to call them, and people have to you know, guards start dropping down. That's when you throw it to the perimeter and let's let those guys shoot. Yeah. Um, but I, like I said, I, I don't think scoring is going to be an issue for this team. Um, as long as our defense, if the defense does what it did like last year and was holding teams under fifty, I don't know, man. It's going to be tough to beat Tennessee. Yeah, it's just going to be nearly impossible. I mean, the and, and one more thing about those ADU jump shots. Um, if if those don't go in, your chances of getting a rebound are drastically reduced without him in the paint. So that, that that's another reason I'd rather him save those for when he's wide open. But um, 
Yeah, the defense is absolutely locked down. I mean, it's it's going to be hard. I mean, to to beat Tennessee when when the defense is flowing and the shots are falling. So I, I definitely agree with that. There's one thing that kind of concerned me about the game. Um, are we only out rebounded them by ten boards? And I'd rather the deficit be bigger than that against a team like Tennessee Tech. What are what are your thoughts on that? I agree. I, I was about to say that too. I, I don't know what it is, but I also don't think we were crashing the boards like we should have been. Yeah. Um, it seemed like they would just toss up a shot and they were kind of hoping it would just fall to them instead of going to the basket and trying. And I understand not all five of you need to go to the basket, but three, you should be going for that offensive rebound. And yeah. I, I think that was a big issue, but also it's, it could be the first game thing. Um, we got a Hall of Fame coach. Uh, he's obviously going to bring that up on crashing the boards because, I mean, especially when you got Triple J and Dalton Connect and Adu going to the rim to get some offensive rebounds, I expect you to get some. Yeah. Um, and I against... think... Go ahead. Sorry. Um, the I think a little bit of that, too, was Awaka wasn't feeling well, and then you have two freshmen post behind Adu who only played eight, 18 minutes. So I don't expect it to be a huge issue, but they should definitely be emphasizing that in practice the next three days. Yeah, and like I said, I mean, you said it perfectly. Uh, with him being sick, I, I think we'll be fine. Um, yeah. Dalton definitely goes to the rim. That kid plays hard all game long, and that's what we need. And I think he's going to be – man, this kid is going to be a stat freak. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't like, – I definitely think it's on the table for him to get a triple-double this year. Like, What, what do like, you what do you think of these uh, Luka um, – where they're, they're comparing him to Luka? Uh, I, I don't know if he's that good. I, I, don't think, I don't think his passing is on – quite on that level. He didn't have any assists last night, but he, he definitely had he, – he, he plays like him – he he plays similar similarly to Luca when he's hunting his shot. I I can definitely see it in that aspect of his game. Yeah, he he definitely doesn't have the passing ability of Luca. Not saying he can't get to that point, but I think we should calm down with those uh, yeah. comparisons. Now, yeah. don't get me wrong; he could definitely score. He could definitely yeah. score, but you know, even the rebounding. I mean. Somehow Luca ends up with you know ten plus rebounds a game, and you know if if he starts doing that, then we could talk. Yeah, yeah. He only had three the other night. I expect Barnes to be circling that stat on his uh, box score for Dalton Connect. Um, and it, at halftime, Barnes with with his little interview with the sideline reporter right before the second half started, he acted like Connect passed up some shots that he wanted him to take. Yeah, I I think he didn't I feel like he didn't want to be that ball hog type. He seemed yeah. like he wanted to share the ball, but he, there was shots that I thought he should have just shot cuz I mean, he was obviously feeling it last night and I could have seen him with 25 points easily. Um yeah. But same thing, I mean, magician, bro. The the little layup he had, the um the alley-oop 
Mm-hmm. Like this kid is all over the court. Um, now, these Kentucky fans that are saying that they're going to expose him, I'd be careful with what you are saying. Yeah, well, like I don't. Are Tennessee fans watching Kentucky play whoever they played last night and tweeting about their best player? Like, get a grip. Like, how how obsessed are you? Oh, dude, I can't even talk about basketball on Twitter. It's like, oh, oh, we don't care about basketball. Whoever said Tennessee doesn't care about basketball? Yeah, like, I, I have no idea where that's coming from. That's when ridiculous. we have a top 10 team in the country, you're going to act like we don't care about it? <laughs> They're, uh, I think it just comes down to them being scared. being Well, uh, you know, and we give them respect because, I mean, Kentucky's not bad, you know? I, I honestly think the Kentucky team last year is gonna be was be, is gonna be better than this year's team. And yeah. you know, I'm not saying they're bad, but you know, I expect us to split that series and I could see us winning both. It's just I'm giving them the benefit of the doubt at home. And I just you know, anyways, we'll get off that topic. We'll talk about that when Kentucky comes to town. But man, this game, though, um, I wasn't disappointed, but I wasn't really impressed. Um, I was more impressed with the exhibition game against Michigan State. Yeah, and, and that's perfectly understandable. I mean, there's only so much that you can take away from a you, – you, fans t- tend to be hypercritical whenever you're playing a, an overmatched opponent. So I, I wasn't too disappointed, and – when you have those scoring droughts, well, without those, we we definitely hit a hundred. I mean, because you scored most of your points in the final ten minutes of each half. Like, it's I don't think there's too big of a concern there, especially with Muscovy being off, not getting as many rebounds as you should have, and it just being the first game for all these freshmen. So, I'm I'm really not too concerned or taking anything drastic away from this game, one way or another. So going into Friday. Because uh, we probably won't have a re- uh, preview for Friday. I guess we'll talk about it now. But yeah, Wisconsin, I mean, I don't know much about them this year. Um, but, I mean, I know for a fact that their fans show up for, you know, especially a game against a top 10 team. Oh, yeah. I mean, they're a h- historically good basketball program. I mean, it's it's going to be tough to go up there and, and grab that win. Especially if we have those droughts like we've we're 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 harping on here. I mean, they had a good uh, good uh, exhibition win. No, yesterday they they beat Arkansas State, hundred five to seventy six. So they can definitely put the ball in the basket. But with Tennessee's defense coming to town, you can I probably expect, cut that in half. Yeah, you, like maybe sixty points if if they play really well. Probably getting in the seventies. The thing with Tennessee, you always know the defense is going to show up. That's what Rick Barnes does. But it's just about can we avoid those droughts? Can we put the ball in the basket on the road? So that that's what, that's what it's going to come down to on Friday night. Yeah, and that's the thing is if Wisconsin's given up 76 points to Arkansas State, I expect Tennessee to be able to put up some points too. Yeah. Um, it's just, like I said, being at home makes a big difference in the sport. But um, I could definitely see Tennessee winning this game by double digits if 
we don't hit those droughts. And I don't know, maybe Michigan State was a preview on how this team's going to play on the road. And if that's the case, I am not disappointed. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> it, like, I can't say it enough. Like, if you avoid those droughts, this team can go as far as you want to. And in the past, we haven't been able to in the games that matter. So that's going to be the key to this season. Avoid those droughts, and you can be whatever you want to be. Yeah. Um, like I said, I don't really know much about Wisconsin. We're only at the second game of the season. Um, yeah. So we can't really talk much about them. Uh, they, you know, notable guys uh, that played really well against Arkansas State was uh, one of their guards, Chucky Hepburn, um, another guard, A.J. Store, and... Uh, some of their backups played pretty well. They they also split a lot of guys. They didn't play a lot of guys' minutes, except for Chucky Hepburn. I mean, he played 30 minutes, had 20 yeah. points, six assists, and one rebound. So that's a name probably to keep an eye on for, you know, the game against us this week. And um, but other than that, I mean, like I said, we don't have much to go on. Uh, I think Tennessee will probably be a double-digit favorite, probably 10. Um Maybe even more. Uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, The just reading a few things about Wisconsin, they return a lot of what they had last year, and they added so a few transfers. I mean, the, thing, the, the early season matchups, you really don't know what these teams are yet, so it's hard to predict. But I don't see us losing this game because the defense is going to show up. And I think we have the ability this this year to put the ball in the basket on the road, which was our trouble last year on the road in the SEC. So, and I, and I also don't think we're going to miss free throws like we did last year because we hit 10 out of 10 the other night. So as, as long as we hit our free throws, play defense, and get the ball in the basket, we should cruise to a victory. Yeah, stay out of foul trouble. I mean, uh, Pescovy as a leader of this team needs to stay out of foul trouble. Um, like I said, uh, we understand, you know, his situation, so I'm not knocking him for anything, but, you know, you definitely got to stay out of foul trouble. We need your leadership on the court. Um, Triple J, if Triple J is hitting his shots, yeah, I don't see us losing this game. I don't see us losing this game anyway, but, um, what's your prediction since, like I said, we probably won't have a preview for this one. What's, what's your prediction for this one? I'm going to go with the the Vols 68 to 56. That's not a bad score. That's definitely not a bad score. That's actually a really good prediction. Um I'm I'm going to stick around there. I, I think we score a little bit more than 68, not not in the 80s, but I think we get to like 72, 74, but uh I'll go with 74 Vols with a I'll give I'm gonna th- I think they'll get into the 60s, but I think it'll be 74-62 Vols win. Big game on the road. Start the season 2-0. Yeah, I I really expect the Scobie to bust that slump Friday night. I, 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 my bold prediction is he's going to be Tennessee's leading scorer. Hey, I mean, we definitely wouldn't be disappointed in that. Uh, I don't know if he's going to be able to keep up with Dalton, though. Uh if he's yeah. hitting his shots, now don't get me wrong. If he's hitting his shots, yes, I think, you know, Vescovy's going to be, if he's not in a slump, he's going to be good for 12 to 15 points a game. Absolutely. 
So, yeah, I think Dalton will probably probably average, I'd say, 18 a game this season. And that's being generous. We know he could score. But, I mean, with the amount of scoring we have on this team, I don't think he'll bust that 20 points a game stat. Yeah, there's going to be a lot of points to go around on this team. So, I think upper teens is a good number for Dalton. Yeah. Anything uh, else you want to get into, man? No, I don't think so. I think, like like we said, there's not really much to go on first game of the season against a weak opponent. Uh, Wisconsin, we don't know a lot about. So, but um, but yeah, uh, we appreciate all you guys listening to this podcast. For us, just getting started, this is fun for us, and um, we look forward to these uh, final ends of the football season. And we're definitely just starting this uh, great basketball season that we should have. Um, so. Again, we appreciate you listening. This is uh, the 1796 Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Norma Valfan, and my co-host, Ryan. And uh, we'll catch you next time. Go Vols. Go Vols.